we don't want to wait. Yay. <laughs> You're Robin. You're Steph. And we are watching Gilmore Girls season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, episodes like 19 and 20? 420. Oh, 420. yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Boom and the next one is Luke can see her face. Yes. <laughs> and uh, rather than coffee, uh, my friend actually, uh, I was I was able to pick up from his porch <laughs> some uh, homebrewed uh, stout. And uh, rather than my usual coffee tonight, I am drinking a stout because you know what? It's happening, and it's time to celebrate. <laughs> uh, the thing wait, I'm what's... waiting for. <laughs> I've been what waiting is... for, and I've been complaining that uh... it's never going to happen. It, and, and I'm so sick and tired of, uh, you know, us entertaining any thought that Lorelai needs to be with anybody else. Uh-huh. Even though I think Billy Burke was an okay guy and didn't get a fair shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he got like two scenes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's time to be happy because... Uh, We're actually going someplace. We are going someplace. And there there seems to be some magic happening. And yeah, I'm very happy that we are down to two a week with our... In these trying times. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I gotta say at the end of the, at the end of, uh, Luke has seen her face. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, why aren't we doing four this week? <laughs> <laughs> because I could, you know, the next two are the, you know, last two of the season and I'm sure they're going to end up together. Something's going to happen. Something's happening. And uh, I'm finally getting my wish. So, uh, 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 cheers to, uh, the future, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Luke Danes. Okay. Whatever you say. That being said, so, I did I did end up feeling bad for Jason this week, which is a, a very very rare thing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so we'll get we'll get into all that. Let's, yeah. let's start with the we're here with the after boom. After boom. Okay, so Luke and Lorelai are walking down the street. He's going to a mailbox, etc., because he needs to mail his divorce papers. Yeah. So he's going to get some closure from this whole Nicole thing. And Laura, where's Lorelai going? Uh, I, I'm sure she's headed to the diner or something, but like she is making a huge deal out of this. She's thinking that getting divorced shouldn't be as practical as just sending out some documents in a mailbox. That it's not dignified. Yeah. You know, it's Luke's divorce, Lorelai. Yeah. He can do it however he feels like. Yeah. I, I, and I started getting really annoyed with her. But then we had the the funny thing where, you know, <laughs> Kirk is, of course, a notary and he works at mailboxes, etc. cetera. Uh, because, you know, he, you know, I think by the end of the series, we're all of a sudden going to have this like zoom out. And we're going to see multiple Kirks working in different jobs. <laughs> He's and, just cloned. Yeah. Nobody, nobody says anything about it. He's the same person, but he works. He keeps Stars Hollow running uh, for the most part where he's not clutching it up. Kirk is everywhere. <laughs> Kirk, etc. That's what the shit. I know it's weird because they go into mailbox, etc., and they're not surprised to see Kirk at no. all. They're not alarmed. Nobody's at all. ever surprised to see Kirk. Has, has there's maybe been one time when somebody said, "Oh, Kirk, you work here?" I think maybe, but I don't remember. Maybe. Mm-hmm. 
th- but it's really cute when he, when she says that she needs stamps and he says, oh, well, your timing's perfect. The breakfast food series just came out last week. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. look at the dancing toast. Aren't they a kick? And here's our cartoon series. Hey, do you have, do you have any Lucille balls left? <laughs> yes, I have some balls. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you a fan of the 50s slash mid 60s sitcom heroines? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> and yeah, it's really funny because you know um, they're doing. They're basically just ignoring Luke and letting him do his thing. But they're chattering back and forth where Luke might have wanted just a little bit of like. He he did want to be practical, and it'd just be just something like dropping some papers in the mail. But uh, now it is you know them chatting back and forth and yakking about bewitched trivia. <laughs> yeah, if he if he did rethink his stance on it, you know that maybe he did did need some like reverence to this to this moment or. <laughs> needed to like self-reflect then she's just went back on all of that that she's just said right right uh but yeah so it it, it is it is kind of a funny thing where like you kind of start off annoyed at at lorelei that you know she's just trying to control the situation and say things should be a certain way and Mm -hmm. um and then it turns out that you know maybe things did need to be a certain way (laughs) yeah well kind of like with um you know, you never showed me your. I never. I did, I don't know where you live. Where do you live? Like, <laughs> why? Why? Why is it about you? Yeah. Anyway, because it's it's Gilmore Girls. Although it's mm-hmm. funny, uh, I think pretty much like especially this the next episode. Like Luke is the star of the show for <laughs> for, for, yeah. for this, you know. But anyway, so we're back with uh, uh, Luke at the diner trying to fix a toaster, and the notary getting it notarized. He got his ink covered, his thumb covered in ink. So now he's got this black thumb that's always in, reminding him of the fact that he's uh, he's getting divorced or he's mm. he's divorced. So I wonder Rory if this left- is it. Like, is this is this it? Is this all we're going to hear about Nicole and divorce? I mean, we already dealt with lawyers. At first, and um, you know, Luke dealing with lawyers, but then they decided I, to get back together. Yeah, I don't remember, but I have a feeling I would be surprised if there were if Nicole's name ever came up again. It's so much of it played off screen that it really isn't that important like, to resolve. Like so much, like yeah, so much, so much. Uh, so yeah, we have uh, Lorelai uh, two earring uh, the instead of two fisting two earring cell phones. Oh yeah, because Rory left her phone at home, so yeah. Rory called her phone to talk to her mother, and then she's on the phone with Jason with the other, and Luke comes out, and it's another oh let's don't let Luke hear that Lorelai has a boyfriend. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, you know. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, meanwhile uh, you know, uh, Luke, uh, Jason is in, a, in his convertible on his way to getting bet- betrayed. <laughs> like, yeah. completely naive of what's going on, you know? Yeah. And Rory's trying to tell Lorelai she needs to talk to her parents. No, I don't need to talk to my parents. It's Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a band meeting. Zach and Brian are playing video games. There's Gil and Lane being the responsible ones. Gil has made up. A- a mock uh, flyer for their new for this latest gig they've got. Yeah, on the flyer. I mean, there's this whole thing where the, the it's a sandwich flyer. He's he's mocked it up on one of his businesses' flyers, and of course, the sandwich ends up being a part of the flyer. 
But on the flyer, we see that the name of the band is Hep Alien. Oh, do we? Yes, we do. Ah, Hep Alien. Hep Alien. Uh huh. That's it. Is that kind of like a Hep Cat? I don't know. I don't know, but it's a uh, anagram for uh, Helen Pie. Helen Pay. What? The somebody on the show. Somebody. Oh yeah, the one of the writers was it? Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. funny. And. uh, Amy Sherman Palladino's friend, like her best friend, I guess. I guess it's her best friend. That's funny. Um, mm-hmm. I should actually pause here and let everybody know if they hear screaming in the background, that's my kids playing video games on their tablets. And in about 20 minutes, the Disney family sing-along is going to come on the TV, which either will hush them up or encourage them to sing Disney songs <laughs> in the background. So I uh, just want to let you know the, the festivities happening tonight. Yeah, life goes on. Yep. <laughs> They're always here. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. They, really they are. are always. <laughs> they never leave. I know. I was, I was showing Morgan apartments this morning. That's when she woke up. I was, I was showing her apartments. <laughs> Mom, I can't do that. You're always here. You're always here. Uh, so, okay. So, everybody was getting hungry. Yes. Because of the sandwich. Because of the sandwich. So, Lane goes to the store to buy food. And she sees her doppelganger. (laughs) Suddenly, Lane comes walking out of the house. Um, Like, wearing her clothes and her mother is... That would be weird to, like, see something that you did so many times in your life, but from a different perspective, that you're not there. Yeah, for a moment there, I thought it was, I mean, we saw the, uh, was it a, was a, cu- a cousin uh-huh. we saw before that was super, like, acted a lot like Lane, like was all mousy, and then when she, they got her alone, she was a chatterbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was her. But right, me not. too. Guess not. We'll find out. Um, yeah, Jason gets blown off by a client at the golf course. Something's happening. Uh, and then we go to uh, Michelle giving uh, uh, a tour of the dragonfly. And he, he's to so the travel good. agents. So yeah, good. he has those travel agents eaten right out of the palm of his hand. Yeah. There's like a deer in the backyard. It's just <laughs> so idyllic. Somehow he got a deer to show up. <laughs> Don't want to ask how. <laughs> Uh, and all, uh, Suki gets carried out of the kitchen. Uh, it after- didn't break. She didn't hear it snap this time. <laughs> it, you know, you think this is a bad thing, but no, this is a good thing. She's back. Like this is this is this is the way Suki was at the end of. Uh, she's got her mojo back. Yeah, yeah, she's all clumsy and everything. But she made the cookies, and uh, I like the I like that we get a rhyme here. Suki made cookies. Suka. Uh, Jason comes to the end, finds out that Richard is get is going back to Floyd's company. Yep. Richard is ruining my reputation. Where can I go? Uh, I'm going to end up in Houston. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's going to be that bad? I don't know. <laughs> uh, On to creepy English lit class. Um, we have a girl... Uh, we, I'm, I was waiting to see the girl in the front row blink her eyes and have it say love you like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, because they're just all enamored with Asher Fleming. I mean <sighs> – Oh, this is where we're at the bookstore and he's reading an excerpt of his oh, book. I forgot. I thought it was in the class. Yeah, because uh, this is where we find out that Rory's avoiding – she wrote a paper and she was not happy with it for yeah. his class. She was not expecting a good grade. And then they're like, oh, I know what it was. Doyle, wa- Doyle walks up Jonathan. to Rory. 
Jonathan and says something like, you know, Asher Fleming, every year he has a new, you know, girl. So that, that's what I was, you know, you're waiting for when's the other shoe going to fall about, um, you know, between Asher and Paris. It's going to break her heart. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. The other thing we find out here is that there there were cookies here. So I wonder if that's intentional. Like, is Suki making cookies for other things too? There's just cookies everywhere. There's just cookies everywhere. Oh man, I want a cookie. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Paris said that he dedicated her book to him. He he dedicated his book to her. Yes. Yeah, to a uh, wise, willful, and wonderful woman. She sure is willful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very willful. Um, so, but that could have been anybody. So is he telling yeah. all of his girls that he dedicated it to, to them? I, I wrote in my note, like, I guarantee we're going to see that quote in some other girl's book by the end of this episode. But we don't. We just – we we get that uh, as a thing that is written in there for Rory to reference when she talks to Asher later. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so the, I, it, it definitely uh, uh, got me there. I, I was trying to predict where it goes. But mm-hmm. it was wrong. <laughs> um. So uh, Lorelai goes to visit Richard and she, you know, you didn't give Jason a chance to fix this. He was going to fix it. You can't destroy him like this. Uh, he's going to have to leave. Oh, well, you just go with him. You, right. I can't what? do I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like, why would you think that's a good idea? Because Emily would, uh, Emily doesn't have, you know, like, it's just crazy to think that a woman would have a career and a life of her own that she can't just, you know pick up and move to Houston or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, so like this, you know, easy, you know, like he has to save his business and his money and his, you know, his good name so bad that, um, he's willing to just, you know, trade in his, his daughter and potentially his granddaughter for it. Just like, let them go, uh, you know, easily think, well, they can just go then, you know? Yeah. Is he just like in the mindset of, like, has he just totally changed his mindset? Like, has that just totally changed ever the way he sees everything? Is uh, he's got to save his pension and his his uh, business? I think you know Richard has gone through some stuff where you know yeah the, he got kicked out of his company. He starts up his new business. He's he. But also his mother died and his mother was all about oh. preserving the Gilmore name. I think that that yeah, I think his mother is definitely in his head all the time. <laughs> it mm. definitely tells him like, you know, you have to just make some bad move you gotta make some moves that nobody's people aren't gonna like you in order to save the Gilmore name. You know, that 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 is the only thing that matters. Huh. Um but also, you know, in his discussion with Emily, um, after he doesn't think that if Lorelai goes, that that means Rory will not go. Rory will still keep coming. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's because he thinks to himself, "Well, I've got this side deal going with with Rory, you know, over the the tuition and all that." So mm-hmm. we have Yale. Yeah, and he's you know he says to Emily that he's doing what he has to do, and uh, it is definitely weird. Like this is the last private conversation we see between them before the weird stuff starts happening later. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I was, I would, I was, I, you know, in retrospect, I think there should have been like a bigger fight or maybe there's just one that we're going to see later. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was a fight after this. We didn't maybe. see it. Strangely. <laughs> Not strangely, really for this show. <laughs> this show. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Lane right. thinks that Mrs. Kim has replaced her with another Korean girl. Yeah. She's wearing her sweater, eating her apple. Uh, Rory is going to miss the gig because of Friday night dinner. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Lane's yeah. not going to have anybody to go to the to gig with. Yeah, poor Lane. Although I'm glad to see more of her in this episode. Mm-hmm. And Rory, uh, Rory found out she made an A on Asher's paper. And this is after finding out that the kid that that a lot of people are getting B's and B minuses, and that is actually a good grade with Professor Fleming. So Rory definitely gets a little suspicious that she got an A. Mm-hmm. Thinking that she got a grade she didn't deserve just because of who she was. Mm-hmm. She got connections. Uh, so yeah, uh, Lorelai comes to college and says things have gotten worse. She can't go to dinner, but Rory insists that she goes and that this is the place that she's, she's able to see everybody. And, um, she thinks that grandpa will come around and, uh, <laughs> you know, also sweet Rory says that she's going to be the buffer. Like everybody's going to be focusing on Rory. So therefore there will be no problems, <laughs> no arguments. <laughs> they can all just focus on her. <laughs> oh. Sounds like Morgan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to give him a chance. You got to give him a chance to apologize. You got to be in, put him in a situation where he can, of course he'll apologize. And, Again, I I do have to give the show credit for going somewhere that uh, I definitely was not seeing um, because uh, um, through the, throughout this whole first part of the episode, I was thinking to myself, oh, freaking here we go again. We're going to have to deal with Lorelai not being able to talk to her parents, you know, and they're going to have a big fight and they're going to give each other the cold shoulder for episodes upon episodes. And, you know, is this like the rinse and repeat portion of Gilmore Girls? Um, but yeah, some different stuff happens, which is cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kirk wants the sandwich that was on the flyer. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, can I buy that sandwich? No, uh, can I bring my own sandwich? I bring my own sandwich, I know. So funny. Uh, so, oh, uh, this is where Lane runs out of the diner and she confronts her doppelganger and she's like, uh, she says, oh, I'm an exchange student, three months from Seoul. You, she said, you stole my life. <laughs> I mean, this kid, she just, no. <laughs> yeah, I will always be her daughter. I, I, I love the, uh, Lane yelling at her in English and the and this girl like kind of running away and turning around and yelling back at her in Korean, you know. <laughs> it's just so cute. Just uh, cute. <laughs> and it's like you stole my luck. I'm like, I don't know. That that look is not exactly Lane like you don't like I mean, unless you said to people like I'm dressing like Lane from Gilmore Girls, like I that that's a look that, you know, is Yeah, I mean Lane <laughs> knew that it was her sweater, but we couldn't tell that it was Lane sweater. Right, right. Um, so Rory and Asher they talk about the paper yeah. and and Rory she's kind of you know, she's questioning whether she got the right grade and then he gets like offended. You are you saying that I, you know, would give you something you didn't deserve? Mm-hmm. And um she says she intends to went to earn all her grades and he gets mad when she's you know, mentions a wise and willful, wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm almost thinking that Asher really did give her the right grade. Like, cause he does, he goes through like several things. Yeah. He, he says that she, paper. yeah, she researched it. There was, so 
I mean, I mean, unless he's but like, maybe he has like a biased opinion of her because maybe. he knows her, her grandfather. I don't know. It's like uh, it's weird because yeah, I mean, obviously, yes, this is super skeezy. He is dating a, a like an eighteen slash nineteen year old, maybe maybe nineteen year old, um, and that is number one skeezy. But on the other hand, uh, he's and he's got this reputation of dating a different young girl every year. Uh, but on the other hand, I remember uh, we went, we skipped over, but at the bookstore uh, book signing. There was a mention that, you know, he's known for a certain kind of thing, but he's now dating somebody and that person is a bit of a mystery. So it's almost as if Asher is treating this one differently. Like he definitely really is into Paris. Hmm. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, yeah, they they, they mentioned that it was like a like a mystery girl, like nobody oh. really knows who it is this year. Uh, but uh, he may be a parasite. Huh? <laughs> also, uh, an, uh, we have a uh, Rory is a complete a hole moment here, where we have everyone's we have a lot more Lorelai is a complete a hole uh, moments, but um, this one I was just I wrote WTF in big bold letters. Okay, so you remember when um, at the book signing there was this redhead that was, you know, everybody thought that maybe the redhead was the the mystery girl or whatever, Uh except for Paris and Rory. When Rory leaves the scene, she turns around and says the the redhead had fat thighs. Uh huh. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, number one, what the hell? Like, you really needed to tell this, you know, 50 something year old guy that like, is the, is this a way of being defensive of Paris and to, and also to sell out your, your fellow, you know, young woman <laughs> by saying something that gross about somebody else? Did you, did you catch that or? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Heck, Rory. <laughs> Yeah, it was a weird button on the scene about, yeah. uh, <clears throat> you know, bringing the two scenes together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And the, yeah, the way it was wrapping up, it was just like he was getting offended and he was he was taking more of a teacherly tone to her and don't, you know, don't question it again. You know, I, I, he kind of warns her not to question, you know, why he graded her like that, because, you know, that does maybe that could perhaps alter his thinking about her and affect his grading next time. Not yet, you know, some unconsciously really like he upset her. He, he, she said something that offended him. So maybe he'd be a little bit more critical next time, but then all mm-hmm. of a sudden she's like, and the redhead had fat thighs. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. In this day, in this culture, that is, that's really ugly. Yeah. All right. So we're at the dinner. And it is really weird. <laughs> yeah, because cause Lorelai goes in thinking, you know, how's dad going to be towards me? Is he going to be mad at me? Is he going to be, you know, what what's going to happen? And, oh, and she said, is mom going to get in on it? Is it going to be good cop, bad cop? You know, mm-hmm. what's, and he answers the door. He's so chipper. And he, he, like, he's not paying attention to what they're saying because, oh, we made good, we're early. We made good time because uh, there was no traffic. Oh, well, how was the traffic? Like, he's not listening yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. And, and Emily's not there. And he makes the, he never makes the, he never answers. What is he doing? At, number one, what is he doing answering the door? Yeah. He's not listening. He's making the drinks. He never mm-hmm. does this. Where's Emily? She comes in with her purse, you know, in a rush. Uh, Super nervous. Yeah. yeah. Did what you, did is you catch, up with that? Did you catch the uh, something gross they did? 
They're making the drinks and all of a sudden the ice gets spilled. Emily literally scoops the ice up off the floor and then throws it back in the dish. Uh, (laughs) Emily. Mm. Of course, you know, you can see that as number either A, an an actor flub or B, like this is a distracted Emily not really thinking about what she's doing. Mm hmm. Uh, and then they're like, oh, well, let's take our drinks to the table. Take our drinks to the table. We never do that. <laughs> and early, it's an early dinner and there's no chatter. And like, you're no just, dessert. It's, it's painful. It's like you're waiting for that shoe to drop. You're like, what is happening? When is somebody going to say something? And, uh, and <laughs> yeah, no dessert. Emily says she's on a, a diet. Richard says Americans are really fat. <laughs> <laughs> And I go, I know, too much Easter candy. I know, Richard. I'm, I'm, I am such a bad person. Yeah. Uh, and also, the only place we can go is to the grocery store. And so I go to the grocery store a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they get sent away with gift bags of Belgian chocolate. I bet that's delicious. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. And Emily parked on the driveway. She never parks on the driveway. All might leak on the driveway. This is when I started going, wait. I started putting it together like I was uh, 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 replaying the whole thing uh, like I was, uh, you know, like just stepping into the scene like Will from uh, Hannibal. Just like, okay, she had the purse. <laughs> she was acting nervous. She wasn't doing – she wasn't being overly critical as usual. They rushed to dinner. <laughs> and then it's like, oh my god, the unthinkable is happening. Um, so, yeah. Weird. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, the gig got- like, uh, Richard, Richard and Emily are splitting up and, um, yeah. And, and it, it's a nice button on the scene where, you know, uh, Emily brings her clothes to the car, leaves and Lorelai says, is my mom not staying here tonight? And Rory just goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's funny how she says that too, because this is Rory. She's talking to not just some other friend of hers, but yet this is very personal to her. Like, are my parents this, you know, it kind of reverts her back to like a child, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what could have, is it because Richard lied about his pension? Is it like, what is it? I, is it, is it that Richard said that to Lorelai, like so nonchalant, so uh, uncaring that you know, just go with it. like what part of this caused them to split up? Like, I almost wonder, I you know, I wonder if we can draw a parallel be- to what happens at the end. And let, let's just get to the end and then I'll, I'll, I'll draw that line, okay? Okay, but we have to go to the, the concert, which is awesome. Happy Alien yes. Fox, yes, the gig went very well, and Time everybody. Bomb. Yeah, <laughs> everybody had support there. Uh, Gil's wife was there. They were like making out. <laughs> that and, was, that uh, was so hot, yet seemed so completely inappropriate in the group that they're in. <laughs> it's like you like look over there, and it's like there's a Skid Row video happening over there. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, we're in like uh, you know American Bandstand or something. You know, like there's just a bunch of young kids around. I mean, Brian with his entire family uh, is there. <laughs> yeah, Brian's parents and his aunt and his cousin that wears a Zorro costume. Yeah. <laughs> like he's too old to wear a costume all the time. Um, and yeah. then, oh, oh, Zach has girls like pick him up and buy him drinks and stuff. And See, then Lane doesn't have anybody. I wasn't hmm? happy about that. Like I want – like Zach is such a jerk. 
I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, this makes sense. You don't want to see. You don't want to see Zach have uh, success with the ladies. Yeah, I don't want him to tra- that that to translate to him getting you know, like scoring with babes. I would love it if Zach was just like sitting alone and Brian was super popular. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, yet another thing that Zach is annoyed about. Uh, but. So, yeah, we just kind of end the scene with Lane just sitting there. She, like, walks around, and then she just goes back and sits with her drums. Like, those are the only <laughs> things that are of hers that are there for her. Are they still her? Are they hers? I mean, did she pay for them? Who knows? Uh, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I, I don't know how much time she has uh, between college and working at Luke's to also work at the music shop to work off that, that debt. So, Oh, sorry. Had to yell. <laughs> I have that effect. Um, so Lane sneaks into her old house and strangles her clone in her sleep <laughs> and murders her mother. And then did, did it seem like a? It almost seemed kind of like a like a a violation, like an intrusion for her to just kind of walk into her old house like that. Like she doesn't live there anymore. Yeah, but maybe that means that. It wasn't really, you know, she didn't really feel at home at the house anyway. And we have the, uh, she misses her. Yeah. She misses her mother. (laughs) We have this, we have some sad laws. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it does seem that Mrs. Kim misses her as well because she's just basically gotten herself another lane, mm-hmm. which I'm sure isn't going to be something that she's going to be entirely satisfied with anyway in the end. I mean, this girl is probably everything that she wished Lane would be. and, and Yeah, she can tell her what to do she and yeah. she can control her. Yeah. Just like she did with Lane. Um, Lorelai found out that Emily was checked into a hotel. Mm. Uh, she said she fantasized about that as a kid, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the. Uh, so, so yeah, she, she says that uh, uh, something like about something about therapy, like somebody needs therapy. I forget. But I just, I just wrote the quote down because I, I thought it was hilarious. Therapy. Why tell a stranger your problems when you can use them to take them, take them out on those around you, which I just think is just uh. so. Like this, that's, that's like, that's the key to a, uh, a TV drama. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, if a lot of these people just got therapy, <laughs> things might be a little bit easier, but it's, yeah, uh, if they we, had like a third, if they had like a third party person that tells them what they're doing wrong, right? That they're not in the right. I mean, if, I mean, honestly, half the, you know, three quarters of the uh, male characters in TV dramas, if they could just talk about their daddy issues to somebody for <laughs> on a weekly basis for a while, there wouldn't be any show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so we find out that Jason is suing Richard and Lorelai is just like, no, you can't. I uh, know. <laughs> Just and what is, and he'll say, yeah, you know, yeah, and uh, Jason says maybe he'll settle. She says no, he won't settle. And then she says, I can't be with somebody who's suing my family. And you understand? I mean, you understand all these situations. You understand? Well, can't understand Richard's part, but (laughs) you can understand that Jason would have to sue Richard, and you can understand that. 
I can't be with somebody who's suing my, my dad. Right. That's not okay. Yeah. And uh, and from Jason's point of view, it's like well, he can't just be like, okay, I guess I got screwed by some – like if it was anybody else – like he he would feel like she would just you know say go go for it sue him you know like be completely okay with it but because it's her dad you know she can't be with him and yeah at this point I was just like I feel bad for Jason mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like so what is what does she expect him to do you know but also it's like what is what does he expect her to do and really this is where I draw my parallel line. Um, and I think it includes Richard as well. It is all about family and betraying family. I think Emily's biggest problem was Richard's um, – Richard's – you know, Richard, of course, a big problem was the lying about the pension. But the fact that Richard was so willing to just go, oh, well, about Lorelai, uh, I think that really broke Emily because – you know, as much as she, her daughter drives her crazy, you know, she's not going to just like, if he's going to come between her having a relationship with his, with her daughter because of his business stuff, uh, you know, she would, she'll, she'll just burn his, burn that bridge down. Like, just be like, well, I can't be with you then. Hmm. And if Jason is going to, is going to, uh, cause the problem, you know, start a fight with her father, you know, Lorelai can't be with Jason. Wow. Yeah. Profound. And and Richard and and Richard is, you know, as well, is like, well, I can either choose Jason and stay true to him, or I can keep you know, what I'm supposed to be doing is preserving the Gilmore name and, you know, taking care of my wife and taking care, you know, taking care of my you know, my my child and my grandchild. You know, if that that egg is gone, like he's got no power anymore and he's got no way to help. Um so I think it's all about family and uh, hmm. and uh, staying true to that. And crazy enough, it ends up <laughs> breaking of bonds as well. So yeah, interesting. Good up. Good up. Yep. All right. So uh, Luke can see her face. Four twenty. Light him up. It's funny. This is season four, episode twenty, and aired on May the Fourth. Be with you. <laughs> ah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Lorelai wakes up and there's a cat on her porch and she's freaked out because she's recently single and she thinks that the cats are trying to tell her something and that she's a crazy old spinster cat lady. (laughs) Yeah. And then like another cat shows up and freaks her out. This would be a great funny premise for uh, like a horror movie. Like this reminded me of the birds, you know, but instead of the birds just showing up because of no reason, really, um, the cats are showing up because this this woman uh, is recently, you know, broken up with or divorced or whatever. And then at the end that she finally finds true love and the cats finally go away. That would be a great – if not like a – like I've been watching a lot of the, the new Twilight Zone episodes and I think that would be a great – at least a Twilight Zone episode, you know. It's uh, a good premise there. So that's CBS All Access? Yep, yep. I want to get Apple Plus because there's a Beastie Boys documentary. I think what's going to happen is I'm going to end up getting that free trial, getting a free trial and just watching the hot documentary and canceling it. That <laughs> or I get and, in anything else. Well, there is that Chris Evans uh, show that looks really good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. E- anyway. Uh, um, oh, a uh, great, great quote here. A uh, cat on your doorstep is better than a bun in your oven. <laughs> yeah. She's like, my legs, my eggs are still viable. <laughs> 
She can't sleep. Lorelai can't sleep, so she calls the inn to leave herself reminders because there's so much to do. This is what we did before cell phones. <laughs> before making, leaving voice memos for yourself, you would just call your work voicemail and leave messages. But of course, you know, this is Lorelai and she's not thinking about that. You know, it's not like she's actually transcribing those messages as Michelle. <laughs> Or Michelle trying so, to go through them to get to actual res- reservations. and <laughs> yeah. Is that where you're sitting on the floor? Anyway, okay. That's uh, so at 5 a.m., she's at Luke's for coffee, and Kirk shows up. Yes. <laughs> of course. It's like Kirk has a nose when Lorelai is out and about, and he's just wherever Lorelai is. <laughs> I love the fact that she sits down at that table, and Kirk comes in and is just like, what the heck? This is where I sit. And she's annoyed by that? <laughs> Excuse me? She's Lorelai? <laughs> you you're don't, don't understand that? <laughs> yeah, this is not your life every day. <laughs> also, he, he mentions that he's super bored whenever Lulu's not around. Like, so, yeah. like, all the time? Because <laughs> we've seen her, what, twice? Uh, Creamer makes coffee cold. I agree. <laughs> I mean, if it's in the wrong cup, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, he says, uh, maybe if you drink a little less coffee, you'd make a little less list. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, uh, I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee, and I stopped the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentences doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good line. All right, so. Lorelai invites Luke to the end to get oh, yeah. his official investor's tour. Mm-hmm. And he does. He comes. He comes immediately by that morning. To get his tour. I love when he goes and starts talking at the stairway to what's his name. And the guy's like, oh, boy, you're going to kibitz. <laughs> you're doing some kibitzing. Yeah, he's like, a guy builds a bird feeder and suddenly he's an expert. <laughs> uh, and then. Oh, oh, oh this, this was a good scene. This was yeah. a great scene in the kitchen where she's showing Luke the kitchen. And Suki wants to introduce uh, Lorelai to Shell, the new poultry his yeah. name is Shell Saucman. Did we run out of names in the writers' room? <laughs> Shell Saucman. Okay, I would think he'd be, the, he'd be their pasta guy, but no, he's the poultry. Ah, so obviously, Suki's trying to fix Lorelai up with somebody because she just broke up with Jason. And the good thing is that she's really funny, and not many pretty girls are funny. Like, was she a fat child? <laughs> The guy, that guy. I was like, "You're really gonna, you're really thinking that line is is like you're just gonna keep going from that line or something?" <laughs> like, like that just killed you, it killed any sort of uh, 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 any sort of affection that could possibly be bad. Yeah. So Lorelai is trying to get away from him. So her idea is to pretend that Luke is her special friend. Oh, how so many of these uh, these dramas go, any sort of romantic movie goes, when the when the two people that are meant to be together all of a sudden pretend that they're together, you know. And uh, there is a little bit of there's a little bit, a little heat. I mean, he gets he's, yeah. he gets his arm around her, and then like I love the the awkwardness afterwards where she's like, "Don't touch my stomach." <laughs> yeah, when she put his hand there. Yeah, uh, uh, that was, was great. Pretty comfortable too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, oh, and that's when she, ad- <laughs> yeah, she admits because she's trying to explain this to Luke. She admits that she just broke up with somebody, and he says, "I knew there was somebody in the picture." She said, "How did you know? Because you weren't dressing weather appropriately." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is where they're in class, yeah. 
and they're talking about like what's propaganda versus political writing and oh it's just a uh, don't you know that Yale students are just talking about this all the time <laughs> and uh, and Paris is wanting to come into the uh to the to the class as it's ending and talk to Rory, you know pretending like she's got something great to talk to to Rory about just so she can talk to Asher and then he like escapes <laughs> Out the door behind him, uh, and says that Asher invited her to go to uh, Oxford with him. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't want to be stuck in the classroom with a the uh, the the is that was that the redhead again? Uh, I don't know. Or was it some? No, no, it was the. I remember. I remember the scene started off with just this. Oh no, it was like the, it was a, a young guy, and the scene started off with this like discussion about I don't even know. Yeah, it was, it was. It was so it was like political. Clean. Political political writing versus propaganda. Propaganda, yeah, yeah, and of course, you know that that word. I, I, I my ears perked up after this this past week. <laughs> propaganda, <laughs> uh, but uh, it was such like I don't know. I it's I maybe it's just because I'm not exactly one that gets into that kind of. I mean, I, I bet I would get in that kind of argument about like Buffy characters, but like when I see people talking animatedly and. Angrily about such collegiate subjects, I'm immediately like, I don't know, annoyed. <laughs> uh, turned off. Turned off. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure if anybody uh, overheard me arguing how uh, Angel was in the end a better a better boyfriend for Buffy than than Spike, they'd probably be pretty annoyed as well. So, Andy was by like the way. It's- Come at me. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty equal, you know, Buffy's boyfriends and political writing versus propaganda. I feel like that's <laughs> those are very important subjects, both very important topics. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> oh, this is where Luke goes to the to Andrew's uh, book store and picks out some health self self help books and he's very secretive about it. He doesn't want to let Andrew ring up the book. He says, I'll just tell you how much they cost. Yeah, right. hundred dollars should cover it. Just send it down. <laughs> then he comes back for a for a bag. Uh and then uh yeah we he, he so he got a book on tape and I immediately thought like well if he got like several different books on tape that might have gone over a hundred dollars actually uh, oh yeah <laughs> so not in Stars Hollow now not in Stars Hollow where you can buy things for ninety nine cents in the grocery store twenty years ago oh, that's true that's true. Uh, I really was thinking about opening up this podcast by just going, love, <laughs> love, <laughs> you want it, you can have it. <laughs> and yeah, my, my uh, initial reaction to this is like, this is so out of character that why would Luke ever want to listen to this? And then I thought, you know what? This is, this is progress. This is him being like, okay, I've been through uh, a divorce and I'm in hell. I feel like I'm in hell and uh, I need to, I need to change something. So yeah, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after uh, Jess told him about, you know, you know, you're the problem. You want us, you know, to come to you and you fix it and you look like the hero. Maybe, you know, maybe him and Jess's relationship has taught him that maybe, hey, I do need to look at myself and change myself. I know. Like, so I immediately thought, like, this is so out of character. But then I then I thought, well, you know what? Good for him. Good for him for, mm-hmm. for thinking about this. 
The one thing that I do have to kind of flag the show for is, though, I, I would have appreciated just a little bolder line to to be drawn between maybe that conversation with Jess and this, because there's a few episodes, and I don't know. I, I, I would have loved to have heard... I don't know. Even, even it needed like, a. Uh, um, we need to see why exactly Luke feels like he needs to be changed. Why he what, needs self help. What's we need to see him like them to do this. <laughs> yeah, we need to see him like wallowing in self pity for a while. Over, I'm I'm a terrible person because I've. I mean, and I guess it was. I guess it during the whole. Uh, those are not my socks deal maybe well i mean the the closest thing was lorelei makes a, a crack about how they're gonna see dr phil books in their future and luke's like nope <laughs> but then the next thing we see is him getting them i guess if that's it but uh, i don't know i just it, that 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 conversation seems so like end of the scene wrapping up the scene kind of stuff rather than being something that was deep and meaningful. Like I would have loved to have have something like you know not exactly Lorelai, but maybe maybe even Kirk or or Liz or somebody saying to Luke like, "Hey man, you're really down in the dumps. You you should get some therapy." And Luke, being the person that doesn't want to talk about his feelings with an actual other human being, would immediately go, "Ah, I you know I can talk back to books on tape. <laughs> I can turn the books on tape off." Um, and, uh, you know, I have control here. I, you know, and it's not like I'm admitting my, my feelings, uh, to another human being. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And through this whole episode, he's, he, he's making fun of the books on tape. Yeah. He's mad about the books on tape. But he's, he's processing mad at, it. <laughs> he's processing it. He does use it at the end, but also he keeps listening to it. Yep. Like yep. he keeps going with it. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he never says, this is stupid. I'm turning this off. Uh, we have a little break in the Luke stuff with, um, uh, we go to the inn and Dean is arguing with Lindsay and, uh, who overhears it? Suki? Suki. Okay. This Suki is telling Lorelai that she's going to make potato soup for the opening or something. And Lorelai, I know you have to make your zucchini soup. It's oh, so right. important yeah. that you make the zucchini soup. And they're listening to, uh, or just around the corner, it's Lindsay and Dean. She's mad because he's working over. But he's like, Lindsay, you you know, you don't get a townhouse by not making any money. And right. she's like, I want to go out with my husband. Yeah. I sit at home all day and you never call. You say you're going to call. <laughs> Yeah, I and and I from the sounds of your voice, it sounds like you're definitely not. But does it? Are we also trying to uh, get across that maybe perhaps Dean is now starting to avoid Lindsay more and more? You know, like is that why he's working so much? Yes, he's got to he's got to buy this townhouse, and yes, he's got to make more money. But isn't this like an excuse? You know, as well. I didn't think about that. It could be um, just like hanging out at the arcade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that definitely was was bad behavior. I guess uh, you know, uh, it you know, avoiding behavior at least. Um, but yeah. So does Lindsay have a job? Is that why she's no? She doesn't have a job. No. Why doesn't she have a job? I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess because she's a nineteen fifties housewife who <laughs> got married right out of high school and thinks she's supposed to eat bonbons. And, I don't know, but I blame her parents. Yeah, yeah. She's a spoiled little girl. Um. So yeah, I guess I can't be as much in Lindsay's corner at all. Um. But uh, it is sad, you know. We're 
we're rushing towards a a a, 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 a collision of sorts, or you know, and we're rushing towards their their breakup. But you know, we also have uh, we also have Jess in play now, uh, so this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, I love this. So yeah, Luke driving in his truck. I feel angry because I'm listening to this tape. I feel hopeful because this tape must end eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but he still so keeps funny. listening. So funny. Yeah. And then uh, Liz walks up to the truck and he's like, he's got to turn it off really fast. He cannot <laughs> hear, you know, she cannot hear him listening to this tape. And so her and TJ are getting married. Yeah. And they're having a, a renaissance wedding in the town square. Oh, I'm so excited. And I was really bummed that the episode ends before the wedding, which makes me think, okay, yeah, Renaissance wedding would be a great, you know, a season finale kind of set piece. Um, but this is also could be a classic Gilmore Girls. Yeah, remember at the Renaissance wedding, <laughs> all this stuff happened that we didn't show you. But yeah, and, yeah, um, I mean it's it's exciting because you know at Suki's wedding. Uh, Rory and Jess kiss, and then yep. at the end of last season or whatever, uh, was that this season? Oh, I guess this was the season where Jess told Rory he loved her and then left. Yep. So it's like, is something going to happen at this wedding? It sounds like it, but again, I'm also... I, I wouldn't be surprised if this all of a sudden got the, the wedding got wrapped up. Off, yeah, season off five, episode one. Remember at the wedding? That was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we hear about a bachelor party. We hear that um, uh, TJ asks uh, Luke to be the best man. And Liz promises Luke that he won't have to do a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> have you ever been to a renaissance fair? No. no. I did. Two years ago, went to the one in Georgia. It was right. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Uh, like, a fair is one thing, but... It'd be kind of fun to have a Renaissance wedding. That's kind of exciting, you know, yeah. To keep that theme going for a wedding. I'm but a big then fan again, of turkey legs. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun to have a Renaissance wedding, but it, you'd think that that's your life. Yeah. Is going to Renaissance fair, you'd think you'd want to do something different, but you know, that's what you like. I don't know. Uh, if uh, my wife was like, "Listen, I know how much Smallville means to you, and we're going to get married in Vancouver and invite all our friends, and we're, I've I've actually booked the Kent farm for us <laughs> to get married out in, in in the barn," I'd be like, "This is the best day of my life." Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so uh, oh oh oh, she says that you know everything will be. Our friends are taking care of everything. Uh, Jess knows he's not coming, but Liz excuses you. You know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Jess doesn't come. Uh, so, you know, dot, dot, dot. So we go to we, Emily. Emily canceled Friday night dinner. Um, so they're having, Rory and Lorelai are having takeout and, um, table full of junk. And there's a little <laughs> cup of carrots. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's Rory, funny. Well, Rory says, what are these carrots? She's like, Lorelai says, oh, I was afraid you weren't eating well at school. <laughs> I think I was, that, that probably happened while I was uh, scrolling down the fact that Al's Chinese is uh, – they're trying to do uh, – Al's is doing Chinese now and they're serving chicken chow mein sandwiches. <laughs> That's <laughs> gross. Uh, but yeah, Lorelai, uh, you know, really uh, uh, tickled the, the movie buff that I am by saying like she watched – the first 10 minutes of 12 movies and because 
you know, her movie buddy, Rory, is not there, like, she'd get in 10 minutes and realize, oh, no, I got to watch this for Rory, you know? Mm-hmm. This is really good. We got to – I got I to save this, this experience for being with Rory. So I just love that. But the first movie they pop in is Fatso, uh, which is really funny. The funniest they, movie known to man written and directed by Anne Bancroft. I apparently need to watch this because <laughs> I've never seen it. But I've never heard of it. But uh, you know the trivia here, right? No. Well, on the TV set and starring in Fatso is Dom DeLuise, who is <gasps> TJ's oh. real dad. <laughs> oh. So I don't know if they wanted to pay tribute to... Uh, I think it's Michael Dolowiz. Yes. Uh, who plays CJ? Want to pay, pay tribute to his dad? And just I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to know, or just as like a little Easter egg. I, you know. Yeah, I would like to know what the movie's about. Like, is it a satire? Is it like making fun of? Like, I, I just yeah, I, I will seek that out. Mm. But and then uh, to hear the gossip about Dean and Lindsay. Yeah, and it ended with whatever Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they make up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Jess is living in uh, the wire. Apparently, uh, <laughs> he's living in a crappy New York apartment. I love Luke's line: "The neighbors ran out of crack to sell. They sent me over to borrow a cup." <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, which which filthy mattress is yours? <laughs> um, but yeah, Luke. Lays it down that he's going to be really sorry if he misses out on this wedding. And Jess is very much like, who cares? You know, this is, this is nothing new in his mother's life. And this is not, this isn't, this isn't different, you know? Yeah. But, he said, I'll catch the next one. But Luke does drop the fact that Jess owes him mm-hmm. because he was there. And uh, Jess still has a beeper. He hasn't moved along. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we follow Luke back to Stars Hall. This is mainly a Luke episode, and uh, Luke is trying to find stalks of wheat because, of course, Luke needs to help with the wedding. <laughs> and he says, "No, I'm not going poofy on you." <laughs> uh, so, in so needing to buy, needing oh, to buy wheat means that you're effeminate. Okay, whatever. Oh, oh, that's what you. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, that is. I guess poof. Poofy. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Luke's catching Lorelai up on what's going on. You know, th- th- there's a w- going to be a wedding, and uh, she- she's got s- because she doesn't know what's going on because she's got too many things on her to do list. And then, uh, you know, like don't put your stuff on my to do list. And Luke says that he went to Jess's in New York. She was like, oh, "You're in New York. I need stuff picked up in New York because that's why <laughs> Lorelai went to to New Haven." To see Rory and take her her phone, she had to pick stuff up. So she's going back, back and forth. And so he was like, well, don't put stuff on my to-do list. So they, they put stuff on each other's to-do list. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and Jess comes uh, in and says he's, he tells him he's not paying for a hotel. He's staying at Luke's. And uh, I just love the, 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 you know, Lorelai's surprised, but Luke is, like, super happy he's there. Mm-hmm. So it's cute. And Paris calls Rory. Rory, uh, she's at the hospital, and so Rory has to like stop what she's doing and go to the hospital. And she's like, "I, I don't know what floor to go to, but as soon as the elevator doors open, she can hear Paris just giving somebody uh, what for about 
Asher not having a wet towel or something. Yeah, yeah. I just love the fact that, like, you know, the doctor, like, is just frustrated with her and tells her to wait and sit down or whatever. And so Paris just goes on this huge diatribe about men talking down to her. And this this black nurse just looks at her and goes, honey, please. <laughs> like, go sit down, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she mentions like Hillary and yeah. and somebody else oh, being emotional. Uh, but I, we did skip over some a couple things. Number one, uh, back at the college when Rory gets the phone call, we see Glenn, who now I'm thinking, oh, okay, so they realize that the school characters are just not as fun. So we need some stars hollowish characters at Yale. So now we have our Kirk with Glenn and he's doing this whole creepy thing where he's like his, I wrote down the quote close your bro- close your blinds if you're going to be so sensitive. Like like this girl caught him looking through her window or something. But- Wait, is that when he asks her out and she says she's busy on Friday night and he said <laughs> Oh, I know that all you do is study and order a pizza in or something like yeah. he knows her life. And uh, it's because he watches her through her blinds. Okay. Okay, Joe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then we go to Luke finding Jess, um, uh, checking out the, the tape. and Oh, what's on the boombox? Probably some Jethro Toll or something like that. <laughs> Picks him out, and uh, and I love this scene where. Um, uh, what is fantasy? <laughs> yeah, the ultimate fantasy of which is the ultimate companion, and uh, we talk about Philip who couldn't pick between three women, and you have to do a test. And I, I wrote the quote down: "Whose phone calls or visits are never unwanted or too long? Do you see her face? Who would <laughs> you most like to have in your life to ward off moments of loneliness? Do you see her face?" When you travel, who would you who would make your travels more enjoyable? Do you see her face? When you're in pain, who would you like to comfort you? Do you see her face? When something wonderful happens in your life, uh, who, who do you want to share the news with? Do you see her face? Whose face appears to you, my friend? Whose face? And Luke goes, whoa. <laughs> I know. It's great face acting. You know, it's like <laughs> he goes, you know, from this is stupid yeah. to, huh. Yeah. And like just – you can see, you can see it all over his face what he's thinking till he, he finally comes to the realization of who he's thinking of in all of these situations. And I love, I love that this is progress and everything. But I also like, I don't know, you know, I don't know how real people work. I guess, <laughs> or maybe <laughs> this is just a way fictional characters are written. But to mm-hmm. just to have somebody like obviously be into uh, another person. And then, you know, go through some <clears throat> troubles or whatever. But really, deeply, it is just to distract yourself from the fact that you're really kind of into this other person. And then all of a sudden, that all goes downhill and you're back to square one again. And what, he has to realize he's in, he's in love with Lorelai all over again? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well... I mean, is it that he never thought of Lorelai in a romantic way at all until this very moment? (laughs) He nearly asked her out when all of a sudden she was getting married to Mr. Max. Max, yes. Yeah, when they were painting the diner. Yeah. They had some close moments. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But I, I don't mean, think even she as was recently as the church, you know, just I don't know, like they they've been having these sweet moments, you know, and it's I don't know. It's funny how fictional characters have to like, I, I don't know. I, my brain is, I, you know, when I fall for somebody and when I, or I, when I realize I like somebody in that way or have liked somebody in that way, um, I'm married. Um, and that means I can never like anybody else. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it, it comes on pretty, pretty quickly. I mean, uh, you know, uh, but you know, that might be just my brain. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Does it take somebody to like talk you in? or maybe it's just the fact that Luke is written as this, you know, man's man and Yeah, maybe kind of touch with his feelings. And maybe she's had all these boyfriends and he's convinced himself that it can never happen. Yeah, maybe. And now he knows that she's single. I don't know. Does he know that she's single? Yes. Because of the Shell Saucman situation. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're back at the hospital. Paris is freaking out because she realizes Asher is old. Yes. And Paris suddenly is realizing how old she is. And that even the fact that she he ordered old gelato, a flavor that only old people would get would be vanilla. <laughs> she says, I need to be at the discotheque. Do, do young people still go to the discotheque? <laughs> Yeah. Also, like it's like an old people thing. Angina. Like that's that's something an old person would get. Uh, so uh, where we go? We go back. To they're the at Lore- No, they're at Lorelai's house. Oh. Lorelai is embroidering the the pillows. They're getting the paperwork for the rooms ready. Uh, Suki can stay as long as Lorelai needs her to because what's the baby's name? Davy, Davy, Davy's at the grandparents, and Jackson is sleeping with the zucchini. And yeah. then Lorelai keeps saying, "Sleeping with the zucchini, <laughs> sleeping with the zucchini, sleeping with the zucchini, sleeping with the like." Lorelai saying it over and over to, because she's like, "I'll say it in a way that it will. I will understand what you're meaning." Eventually, yeah, you could say sleeping next to the zucchini. <laughs> One thing, yeah, there's there's a couple of uh, language uh, jokes in here where, like, clearly, I think is the writers just spinning their wheels a little bit. Like, oh, we got to have some sort of funny little thing with uh, Lorelai because we're not we don't have much else to, for her to do for the rest of this episode. Uh, and it opens up with. Uh, I, I, I literally wrote this Okay, cul-de-sac is one thing But there is zero debate about the spelling of laundry Laundry is spelled L-A-U-N-D-R-Y I know, I was like, like who In spells France? It like landry? Like, really? Does Michelle have Michelle has a different way of spelling laundry Because he's French? Like, what? Why? Uh, yeah, why are you confused about laundry? Yeah, laundry. It's laundry. <laughs> Law Like, L, the A-U is the aw sound I, I don't get it Anyway, uh, we are in – we go now to a place that is so completely removed from the Gilmore Girls universe that uh, <laughs> I'm just like, this is not the place we need to – we should be here. This is not – this is so weird. And we all – and, you know, for, it's a strip club for people who are not actually watching the show. For, it's the bachelor party. Um, and it's so funny that we have – like we don't want to see like Luke and Jess get lap dances. <laughs> like, well, yeah, so and like, also, uh, let's see, TJ, Luke, Jess, yeah, we're all in the same boat. We don't want to see this. They don't want to be there. Right. This is not right. <laughs> the only right. people that want to be there is the other DeLuise kid 
Is there Unless another Delouise kid there? Yeah, the blonde-headed guy. Oh man, I didn't even re- I didn't even realize. I wasn't looking that closely. Ah, oh, shoot. I don't know where I know him from. Like maybe some sitcom or something. But I know I I knew he was a Delouise. Uh, well, now I need to Google while you're uh, yeah. while we continue talking. But um, I love the uh, I love the quote. Oh, sorry. I, I well, it goes along with it. The quote that TJ says, which is, "This is for the guys these days. There's nothing more I'd rather do in the world than spoon with your sister." <laughs> which is just like a funny thing. Like, like Luke's like, "Oh no, no." Um, and uh, and then, yeah, we had another like like we have to talk about language again. Like the writers like have like okay, what would a lap be <laughs> if you're standing up? Like um, it goes away. The, the lap goes away. Um, it's it's an oh. illusion. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. David Deloise is David the Deloise. youngest. Mm-hmm. Okay. How you got there? Oh, okay. he's a he's a. You should know him. He's in all these. Disney Channel shows. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I am almost there. I am so almost there. I didn't even realize there was another Deloise. David Deloise. Okay. Well, he doesn't look very Deloise-y. He's kind uh, of handsome. Wizards of... I never, we never watched the Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a sequel to Unbroken. <laughs> Pup Star. Lucky Dog. Beethoven's Treasure Tale. Dude likes his dog movies. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what that, I know him from. I don't know him. I, I don't think I know him from anything. Yeah. Grounded for life. Grounded for life. No, that's just one episode he was in. Yeah. It seems like some kind of sitcom I knew him from. He must be a character actor kind of guy. He seems to do lots of one up one offs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This is really scintillating conversation here. But see, he's kind of, he's, I mean, which Michael? Is okay, but David, he's he's kind of handsome. Yeah, yeah. Well, Peter, Peter is is probably the oldest, and uh, he's the uh, he's from Twenty One Jump Street. That's where I got. I, mean, I, love, oh. I love me some Dom DeLuise, you know, from back in the day, you know, Smoking the Bandit. Uh, but I never saw Fatso. Um, oh wait, no, not Smoking the Bandit. Uh, Cannonball Run. Yes. Um, amongst other things, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Loved Peter DeLuise on uh, 21 Jump Street. Um, okay, so, yeah, yeah. So, we can't we can't show the characters of Luke, uh, Jess, or even TJ getting any sort of lap dance. <laughs> so, we, we don't... I don't even know why we're here. Like, I don't know. It, it is a very uncomfortable place. And, and uh, uh, Jess pulls out his book. Well, first, Jess comes in like late. Yeah. So you're like, oh, Jess is here. Interesting. <laughs> and he pulls out his book. And then I think it's later on. I think we have two scenes of this. Yeah, we could just skip to that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love mud. I love wrestling. I love girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's a TJ line. Um, but then TJ asks Jess to walk Liz down the aisle and, um, and Jess is just his usual sarcastic a-hole self, uh, and really starts to, cause TJ, it's like, I think TJ is a good character, you know, and realistic because he, he is like kind of kooky and fun and stuff, but he's also like, he's got a line, you know, and, and, and he knows when somebody's well, being a jerk to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see think, what you're saying. I think at that both he's, times that he was, he, he's usually like upset because somebody is really being a jerk towards his, 
his woman, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like he comes across as a doofus, but then when somebody thinks, actually thinks and treat, tries to treat him like a doofus. Yeah. Uh, that's when he is not putting up with it. But also, yeah, I think he's like determined. Uh, I love Liz. Liz wants Jess to walk her down the aisle. I'm going to make sure Jess walks her down the aisle. Right. But I think, you know, I think it's also that Jess is being just a jerk about it, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Like if, yeah. if Jess is like, I'm here. What more do you want from me? I came, yeah. you know, how dare you ask me to do more than this? And it is weird because like the last time he was in town, it was because he and Liz were talking and they were working on their relationship. And now all of a sudden it seems like we're back to square one. He doesn't respect her at all. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, had to be had to had to come to Stars Hollow only because of uh, Luke, and not because he wants to honor his mother in any way. So yeah, but it is not a good look for TJ to uh, <laughs> go after Liz's son. So I wonder if there's going to be any sort of repercussion uh, from this. Um, you know, somebody went after my kid, and I was dating them, or whatever. I'd be I'd be pissed. <laughs> I wouldn't even care. <laughs> Yeah, but did you see that fight? It really wasn't even. It was like a slap. Yeah, it was yeah, like a yeah. slap fight. It was like a girl slap fight. Yeah, it was like it was like immediately like they're lunging at each other and people are pulling them apart immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so back at the hospital, Paris. It sounded <laughs> like she's talk. gonna she's gonna break it off with Asher. Yep, but Asher uh, is has something to tell her first, and I was waiting for a marriage proposal quite honestly, but it was just like he's being very real with her, like I I. I, I do want to go to Oxford, but I don't want to go alone and I don't want to go with anybody else. And, uh, and it's just like, it, it, he's kind of done with his, his philandering, philandering ways. And there's just something special about Paris that, you know, it, he doesn't want anything else really. And, uh, and he, and, and he, it's because he, he says he's selfish and he's old and that's what gets Paris to say, actually, you're not that old. <laughs> but then, and then another uh, young, uh, girl a young tootsie roll girl comes in and rory is so uncomfortable she's like oh lord i love rory he'll be all yours in a minute girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) but then it turns out that she this girl that seems to be the same age as paris is his granddaughter (laughs) but this does not seem to be pushing paris away but yeah all right so uh we have Lorla, Suki, and Michelle in the zucchini garden where Jackson is sleeping with the zucchini. Yeah. And uh, it's because he, he the heaters are there to keep the zucchinis. But what if one of the heaters goes down and the zucchini are ruined? So he's basically there to make sure the heaters are okay. <laughs> uh, but then so they decide to all have like a, a camp out and end up falling asleep together. Looking at the it stars. It was sweet. Sweet little stars hollow moment. Yeah, because yeah, Lorelai realizes that this is nutty and that mm-hmm. they need to slow down and enjoy it because they're not enjoying it and they need to take things off of their to-do lists. Uh, she's going to drop the pillows. Uh, Suki's going to drop two of her six desserts. <laughs> and Michelle is going to only ask for three references. But they're also Jimbasiles. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So we get the discussion between uh, Luke and Jess. I love the fact that he says he hasn't been in a fight since sixth grade. So, you know, 
like Luke is a stand-up guy, but and and he's a he's a man's man, but he's not one to just immediately get into fights, you know. Um, and a little the reason why he got into a fight is because somebody called him a, a duty head. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is where um, Jess says that he he came for Luke, and he didn't want to come because of Rory and the whole fact that he told her they loved her. And well, that, wait, first Luke says oh. that's it. I can't change you. I accept this. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I apologize. I, I, I hate it that you can't stand your mother and you don't want to be involved in this. You shouldn't be here. If you don't love your brother, you shouldn't be here. And then. That's good. Uh, that's good. That, that is, uh, it's, it's, you know, I, I, credit where credit is due to those books on tape because, uh, you know, not only is he starting to see uh, be more clearly about, you know, whose face he's seeing. But it seems that he's also like letting go of being such a control freak and, uh, you know, trying to uh, feeling guilty about, um, you know, the direction of Jess's life. And yeah, and they they had such a push and pull like they they had this pattern where, you know, Luke would get mad. And like Jess said, he was mad, but, you know, he just set himself up to get mad. And uh, now he's just like letting go. Like, I can't control you. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Yeah. Made progress. <laughs> we'll see if it sticks. Uh, so we find out that the rest, the reason Jess was avoiding coming to Stars Hollow and didn't want to come to the wedding was because of Rory. Rory. It all comes down to Rory. He says, I told her I loved her. She could have contacted me. I hadn't heard from her. And, he, and Luke said, you change your number every three months. Yeah. Two weeks, he, he like, said. Yeah. Two weeks, well, you know, she knew. Burner phones, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, Luke tells him that he did it wrong. And, you know, because, you know, you got to have that open two-way communication. It's the foundation of love. Yeah. He says, you know, say I got this friend feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he says he is bargaining and um, his his expectations were out of line with what he deserved. <laughs> his expectations <laughs> of, of her. And uh, I love that we have Jess like going, yeah, right. And and he's thinking about you know how much he's seen how Luke was obviously needed to be with Lorelai, but never really acted on it or never. And says we're just a couple of losers. Like and and but Luke is like, nope. <laughs> Things change, and he says, stay tuned. So I'm like, oh my god, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm getting very excited. Sorry. <laughs> It may be the beer. All right. <laughs> so uh, Luke shows up to Lorelai's place and asks uh, asks uh, Lorelai to the wedding and says, "You know, like take a break from all the work you're doing. There'll be turkey legs there, and uh, you don't have to wear a fruity outfit." She <laughs> says, "Oh, I'm going to be a little fruity." <laughs> Huh? That's good too. So, like, either way, you know. Yeah. So I love oh God. Just the physical uh, stuff here. Where he's a little awkward. Where he's like he like bumps into the truck a little bit. Yeah, and then Lauren Graham pulls this great, great take with the Lorelai doing the look back and the smile, like seeing that that awkwardness, and also be like it seems like it's a like she's I don't know happy about it, like happy about what's going on here, you know. Uh, I will not credit her with being completely aware of things, 
but it, it did seem like a real magic moment, like real, like one top five at least between these two. And I wish mm-hmm. I kept track of all of them because you know I'm a I'm a Luke and Lorelai stand, and I'm ready to get my heart broke because there's still a few more seasons left. <laughs> yeah, we're only about halfway there. <laughs> uh, so. Oh what? yeah, Luke gives uh, Luke gives Jess the the book on tape. He's done. Yeah, he says done with them. Enjoy. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Ah, well, you know, it. We are covering less, but we still seem to keep the same amount of <laughs> podcasts. I was like, we're going to be done with this in an hour. We're <laughs> about an hour and a half, almost an hour and a half. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, what do we got uh, coming up? For our season season finale, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. The end of season four. We have last week fights. This week tights. Last week fights. This week tights. Well, I'm assuming. I'm assuming we're going to have some sort of repercussions from the uh, argument, the the, the blowout between uh, TJ and Jess, even though it wasn't it wasn't uh, uh, you know that traumatic. <laughs> I still think there's going to be, but of course they're not like the main characters of the show. So this might also, oh, well, I, I, what I was getting to was the fact that, you know, tights, Renaissance fair, uh, Renaissance wedding, um, that might be it. And also maybe we have some sort of, uh, discussion about Richard and Emily and, uh, the, and Lorelai and Richard and yeah. I wonder if we're ever going to see Jason again. It's okay if we don't, I mean, I feel bad for him, but it's okay. Just go. (laughs) So last week's fights, this week's tights. What, what's the what's the season finale uh, episode title? Raincoats and recipes. Well, just uh, just as clear as day, I could uh, totally see what's going to happen by those words. Uh, <laughs> raincoats. Well, I'm assuming it's going to rain. Uh, recipes. Uh, Suki will be, will be involved somehow. <laughs> Um, other than that, I have no clue. Obviously, Luke and Lorelai are going to end up together and be happy for seasons five, six, seven, and the uh, reunion episodes as well. So it's finally happening, and it's happening. I I bet this. I I, I bet at least the season will end with Luke and Lorelai together. You know. Okay. And they're going to have quite the relationship off camera during the hiatus. Oh my gosh! And then things are going to get old for the season premiere. There is somebody in. The season finale that we have talked to. Oh, really? You and I have talked to this person. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's crazy. Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, uh, I'm assuming on our iZombie podcast. Uh, but, um, I look forward to it. Don't tell me anymore. I'm, I'm now scanning my head. (laughs) Um, going through my, um, but yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that's it. And I will see, we'll see you guys. We'll see everybody listening next week for the season four finale. La, 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 la,